is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. We got people going, getting by the skin of their... Let me try this again. A little bit. It's 10 o'clock. We got people in this room that are winning bets by the skin of their teeth. Trista, you had the under 33 and a half points for Luca. Finished with 33. And had a miss bunny with like... 10 seconds left that was wide open. I was like, this is where I die? A meaningless bucket when they're up seven points? Thank God you went under on the points and not like points, rebounds, assists because he had 17 dimes. My friend did that. On the PRA? Yeah, I just got a text and I think it was was 49 and a half. He had 17 dimes and six rebounds. That's 23 alone. Guys, I had a three-leg same-game parlay for this Celtics-Cavs game. Celtics won 120-113. Pays out at plus 445. Jason Tatum, 25-plus points. He finished with exactly 25. Wow. Uh, Derek White, over 22.5 PRA. Went over that by like, it was like, I think he has like 26. And then the last one, by the skin of my teeth. Chris Stapps Porzingis, over 20.5 points. He finished with 21. Wow. As close as I could get, and it came through. Goodness. Good God. That was a little too much of a sweat there for me. I'm so, And I debated, too, with Tatum. I debated going higher in the points. And I was good like, thing you, know you didn't. What? I was like, I'm going to play this safe. I'm going to go at exactly 25. That feels like a good lower spot. I think it paid at like minus 210. So, whew. All right. That's a beautiful thing right there because Man, I took the uh, regular ass number with Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he finished with 25 and he missed I, a layup. This is why I can't bet Jason why not? Tatum. You're 6'9. Dunk the ball, as the great Rob Horvat once said. 6'9, <laughs> dude. Anyway, Dunk the ball. We're going reverse layup. I hate him. I mean, I don't really hate him. I love him. Good dad, good player. <laughs> but you know what? Not a great bet sometimes. It's sometimes that's, you know. Cost me again, a lot of money the last three I years. I took the alternate. No, I wouldn't have taken that alternate number at minus 210 if it was just on its own. I mean, you got to. That's no. got to be something you got to. Seduce if, oh, by yeah. the juice. If Jason Tatum juice. had that dog in him, I would not be here tonight. I'd be rich. I'd be on a beach right now in Costa Rica because <laughs> Celtics futures the last three years. Jason Tatum MVP futures. Jason Tatum tonight just to score 26 points. And he couldn't even do that. Well, at least Jaden Daniels came through for you this year. Yeah, thank God. But I want them all. I want them all. You know what? We all do, but it never works out that way. Hey, your Bulls are keeping at least close with Denver, right? I mean, there's no Jokic, no Jamal Murray. (laughs) They should be able to win this game. Instead, they're down nine. Did you live bet them? No. Oh, no. I thought you said you were going to. I, I considered. Um, it just sat there at six and a half, and I was like, I'm I'm good, man. Reggie Jackson is cooking them. They're not playing any perimeter defense. What's Reggie Jackson at now? You know, Reggie He's got Jackson. Like 23. Yeah, Reggie Jackson's points have been a great. <laughs> that's a great go to almost every single night, too. He's balling. I was like, you know, and, and they brought him back. He didn't 21. get a whole lot of run last year. No. I was like, what are they doing here? Uh, he's really going to be the backup point guard? I even asked them that. I saw all the guys. Uh, at Summer League, all the Nuggets, like, scouts and assistant guys on the bench, and I'm like, what's happening? Like, yeah. you guys just rolling out Reggie Jackson? And they're like, yeah. I was like, you just don't want anybody else? <laughs> nope. Not Bruce. You don't want to pay Bruce Brown? Don't have any money to pay Bruce Brown. You guys going to be okay? We got Bruce we're, Brown at home. We're going to be fine. We're going to yeah. be fine. 
Seems like they uh, it's working out okay. Yeah, he's like the new Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I mean, this is who Reggie Jackson used to be. He just didn't really get that chance. It felt like in Denver here. Julian Strother, by the way, six threes last night as a rookie. I think he hit uh, set the franchise record or uh, hit the franchise record, mm-hmm. which was six uh, for a rookie for the Denver Nuggets. Crazy. Two of five tonight from three there. Yeah. So. All right, you guys want to get into some power rankings here, shall we? Yeah. All right, let's get into our power rankings. Ben MGM tonight, power rankings. Yeah, Yeah, brother. Talk some football. Reminds me of my truck and put my beer in my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Reminds me of like. I think you have to do the last hour of the show with that voice, Tristan. (laughs) I like it. I like it. You know. Guys, you asked me this last night, Nick. You said, Green Bay, if they lose this game to, yep. to Tommy Cutlets, are you going to drop them out of the power ratings? And you said, I had to. Yes. I had to. I mean, they lost to the Giants. They let Tommy DeVito look like Vince Young at Texas last night. He had uh, 80 rushing yards, and uh, he, he beat him outright. So they're off the list. On the list, coming in at number 10 for me, as you see here, if you're watching us on Twitch, on YouTube, uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings, and it pains me to do so. And I know that they did not get into the end zone this past Sunday, but they still found a way to win a game 3 to nothing, which is really impressive, especially when you look at what the defense looked like last year. They got cooked by Daniel Jones twice last year, and they make the change at coordinator. They bring in Brian Flores. Really, the personnel, like, they didn't make any huge moves. But, um, man, like, I like some of the guys that they have. I really like that the, uh, the rookie, Pace Jr., He was awesome. He had a sack on a delayed blitz to end the first half, which was huge. He had a pick in that game. He had seven tackles. Um, He was really good. So right now, um, it's hard to... uh it's hard to rag on the Vikings. They're finding ways to win games. Kevin O'Connell was a great hire, it turns out, as head coach. I thought they were cooked when Kirk Cousins got hurt, and then Dobbs looked like, okay, maybe uh, this is going to be a fun story. Now he's been benched, so we'll see if it continues. Um, but right now, they're number 10 over the Green Bay Packers. I dropped the Lions all the way to number 9 because I don't trust Jared Goff on the road in elements, in windy conditions, crappy conditions. If he's getting pressured, he's just not the same quarterback. And the Lions' defense... Has kind of come back down to earth. I really like Hutchinson, but uh, don't really love the pass defense. And then offensively, they've taken a step back the last couple weeks. You know, they could still be scary in the playoffs because they could run the ball with Montgomery and Gibbs. But um, I don't trust Jared Goff. Love Ben Johnson. I'm not all the way there with Dan Campbell. I thought it was insane that he was 2-1, to one, plus 200 to be coach of the year. And I know D'Amico Ryans and the Texans lost last week, guys. But C.J. Stroud got knocked out, knocked out of the game. They were going against a good defense. I, I don't really fault them. I mean, their win total coming into the season was 5.5. They're already over that, and they have a good chance to win the South. So I would still look at Ryans. Not there with Dan Campbell. So I got to drop the Lions all the way to 9. I put the Bengals in at number 8. Kind of like what I'm seeing from the Bengals and Jake Browning. Really like what I'm seeing from Zach Taylor, who I was never the biggest fan of. But you can't run the Joe Burrow offense without Joe Burrow. So now they're running the Jake Browning offense. And I know that he's not Joe Burrow, but uh, they've scored over 30 points. They're putting up over 400 total yards of offense in both games with Jake Browning. And Joe Mixon out of nowhere has looked really good. And now they're using Chase Brown. But Joe Mixon, I mean, he had 79 rushing yards. He had 21 carries. Um, they're using him. He had three catches, 46 receiving yards. But I love what I'm seeing from Chase Brown. Eight carries. Tw- uh, you know, he had the rushing yards. He also had 80 receiving yards on three catches. So uh, Bengals at number eight. Dolphins drop all the way to number seven. That's an embarrassing loss last night. You got a two-score lead, only a couple minutes left in that game. You're going against a rookie quarterback. And I know you had some injuries, and Tyreek got hurt in that game. But he came back in, 
and you have a top five rushing offense, top ten rushing offense, you got to run the ball when you got a two score lead. And I'm more worried about the defense. Losing Phillips sucks. You know, Ramsey's still good, but he's not the corner he was four years ago. Um, Xavier Howard got dinged last night. And, uh, you know, I think he's like a number three corner at best. So I got to drop the Dolphins all the way to seven. Bills at number six. This could be going up, though. I uh, still worry about the defense. Not getting a whole lot of pass rush. Von Miller, not the same player. You lose Matt Milano and Trey White. Same stuff we've really been talking about. The injuries suck for them. But offensively, since they fired Ken Dorsey, averaging 32 points per game, they got some big games coming up. I like Josh Allen still. I know that he throws some bad interceptions every week. But, I mean, you see what he could do with his legs. I know he didn't go over the rushing yards prop, unfortunately, for us. But it takes like three, four guys to bring him down. Uh, they got to get digs going again. And uh, we'll see if it looks as good offensively with Dawson Knox coming back. That means they're probably going to go back to more heavy sets, more two tight end formations. I really like the three wide receiver, four wide receiver sets, and uh, especially if they get digs going here soon. So Bills number six, Chiefs number five. I dropped them to five. Worried about the offense. Rice has looked pretty good. Kelsey's still pretty solid, but they got to figure out who that other guy is, and it's getting late. I don't know that they're going to be able to do that this season. It might be, hey, we got to win with our defense and Patrick Mahomes playing you know, like Patrick Mahomes has the last couple of years. Um, but do you trust them on the road? I don't know that I do. And I don't think they're going to get home field advantage this year. I don't think these we games are going to We've never get seen them on the road in the playoffs. That's the crazy part. Like if they have to go into Baltimore. And people forget that they were the biggest beneficiary of the Buffalo Bills uh, and Cincinnati, the DeMar Hamlin game. Uh, listen, if it because remember, they didn't give either one of those teams the win. And one of right. those teams were going to get the one seed yeah. in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so who got the one seed instead? Yeah. Kansas City. Right. Yeah. Forget about that last year. But, I mean, it's still Andy Reid and it's still Mahomes. I won't be shocked if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I also uh, won't be shocked if they get bounced in the divisional round in the first round. And next year, you know, maybe they got to go out and they got to either draft another wide receiver. I really like some of these rookies that are coming out. but uh, Or they got to spend some money. But I got Probably the Chiefs both. still top five. Eagles at number four. We talked about this. Like the linebacker position has been a mess. Brad Bur- Bradbury got paid and he's given up a 104.6 passer rating, which I keep looking at because I find that crazy. He gave up a 51.8 mark last year and he got paid. And you worry about, like, the slot corner position. You worry just really about the defense for the Eagles and also about Jalen Hurts' health. He just doesn't look right. The rushing yards, he doesn't have the explosive runs this season. Um, I like Swift, but he's not putting up the numbers that Miles Sanders did last year. And A.J. Brown's kind of been on a milk cart in the last couple weeks. So Philadelphia might be in some trouble, but they're still a top-five team. Um, I got him at number four. Cowboys, number three. Love the defense. Love the offense. CeeDee Lamb is a number-one wide receiver, even without a run game. That's why Dak, in my opinion, deserves the MVP, right? Like, Purdy's been great, but he has the run game with Christian McCaffrey. Dak hasn't got that. Tony Pollard's not an every-down back, and Dak's putting up ridiculous numbers. With Mike McCarthy calling his plays, we got to remember as well. Defensively, not a whole lot of issues for Dallas other than defending the middle of the field, the linebacker position, but I really like them. Ravens, number two, almost a complete team. First three quarters of every single game, they are a complete team, number one in point differential. But outside the top 22 in the fourth quarter, they just got to close games. They have the pass rush. Roquan's playing good. Patrick Queen's playing like it's a contract year. I like the secondary. Lamar, in my opinion, should be the MVP. Uh, So the Ravens at number two. And then San Francisco, number one. Almost a complete team other than the secondary. And with that pass rush, you don't even really worry about the secondary. I think the only team that matches up well against San Francisco will be Dallas, even though they blew them out in that first game this season. And, uh, I mean, like, what's the weakness with San Francisco on the offensive side of the ball? Other than the interior of the offensive line, but if Purdy's yeah. getting rid of the ball quick and McCaffrey's averaging four or five yards per carry, 
you know, they could kind of um, you could uh, take that away. So I like San Francisco. So Vikings ten, Lions nine, Bengals eight, Dolphins seven, Bills six, Chiefs five, Eagles four, Cowboys three, Ravens two. 49ers won. The weird team for me is what do I do with the Cleveland Browns? I can't have mm. them in the top 10 right now. Um, even though I... You wait, want to. Like, you I want love, to. I love the defense. I really like the Browns when they're at home. Their home road splits are crazy, especially the defense. They're like a top five unit at home, and then like outside the top 10 on the road. And Joe Flacco could still make the throws, but how long does this last? Um, can we rely on Joe Flacco to do this the rest of the season? Like, we've done this with a couple of these backups, right? Dobbs look good. Aiden O'Connell look good. And I know Flacco's, you know, pushing 40 years old, and he's got the Super Bowl ring. He's got the resume. But uh, let's see. Let's see how this how this goes the next couple weeks. I'm surprised if you're looking at defenses in even that 10 spot, putting the Vikings there with their quarterback issues, Nick Mullins is going to start, that you would trust. So that you're saying you trust Nick Mullins more than Joe Flacco then to no, put him there? No, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, that's – yeah, no. Like, what, what, what makes you like the Vikings? At number 10? At, better than, like, putting the better Browns the there. Browns. Uh, just, I like that the Vikings are in the NFC. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like as far as in, in the AFC, can I put the, who do I'm like, everything's kind of like. Based around the available spots instead of just like pure power rankings in terms of like. I mean. Skill and, and like competitive nature without divisions. I mean, like the Vikings right now have the top 10 defense. So do the Browns. And yeah, I, I guess maybe. I trust the Vikings a little bit more play calling wise. I don't know though. I mean, Stefanski. If the Browns were in the NFC, I'd probably. If the Browns are in the NFC, I'd probably have them number ten because Minnesota's most likely going to get in. I mean, Green Bay really screwed themselves last night. They still have some winnable games. It might come down to actually Minnesota Green Bay, which is either Week Seventeen or Week Eighteen. I think Week Seventeen that might be the game. But right now, I mean, they won a game where they only gave up three points, and uh, I mean. They have Justin Jefferson. I know he's out right now, but if they could get him back, you have Jordan Addison. I don't know. It's funny that you you're you're looking at the Vikings as glass half full, and I see it glass half empty because yeah. you see it as hey they won a game three nothing. I look at it as they won a game they shut out a team and they could only score three points in that game. So it's just it's all based on perspective. I think with and really the back end of a lot of these is where you can kind of, like there's a lot of teams I feel like from like the eight to 12, 13 range, all those teams are, like, not interchangeable, but it's like you kind of have to decide where, what you're going to weigh, right? What do you like? Do you like? like the defense more? Is the quarterback or play calling or the schedule? I wouldn't put – for me, I wouldn't put schedule because I just – I look at it as the team, not, like, what their potential is to be wherever at the end of the season. But, like, the NFL's got a lot of parity right now, but some of it also just feels like I'm kind of agreeing more and more with Tom Brady and, like, mediocrity. Yeah, it does. it does feel like – at the end of the the back end of the power rankings, you're kind of just picking your poison. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're going on potential as well. You're going a little bit on. It's like a lot of the teams momentum. are like the same mm-hmm. team, you yep, know? Yeah, they like, are. Yes, it's 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 backup quarterback play, and and that's what makes it so tough. Like the first five, like the top six teams, that's yep. where it's fun. And yes. then in the back end, you're like, okay, this could change. I mean, last week I thought maybe Green Bay could run the table. Now I won't be shocked if they lose out. Yeah, I mean, I've had Houston in it for a couple of weeks at ten, and you know, spoiler alert, I'm not going to have them there. All right, Trista's power rankings coming up, mine as well. What the back end of each one of our power rankings looks like, and we'll see who anybody has a different number one team. It's BetMGM tonight.